and um, <clears throat> that was Paula Kettle and Dina McGrath um, in, in, in Glore at, uh, at the recent uh, f- uh, launch of the, the booklet there on the, on the future farming methods. And now um, the next interview, I was down in Six Mile Bridge recently uh, with Sid O'Connor, who was chairman of Six Mile Bridge GA Club. And they opened a new um, indoor training arena there, a huge, huge area for training, um, especially in wintertime. And um, it was opened recently by <coughs> Marty Marcy, so I went down there and I had a chat with Sil, so we'll, um, who was chairman of the club, and he, of course he's well-known commentator with Claire FM and, and other games and over the years. So we'll now listen to Sil um, and uh, having a chat with Sil down in Six Mile Bridge. My name is Pat O'Brien from Scarlet Bay Community Radio, and I'm here in Six Mile Bridge this evening with uh, Sid O'Connor. Sid is chairman of uh, Six Mile Bridge GA Club and um, well-known um, commentator with Clare FM uh, for the big games that Clare play and uh, the, the club, club teams play in Munster and all that. And um, Sid, you're very welcome to Scarlet Bay Community Radio. Thanks very much, Pat. Delighted to be here and delighted to have the opportunity to talk to the people of East Clare. Uh, so you have a beautiful facility here, we're looking at it here, we uh, love the indoor facility, um, huge place and, and fabulous for, for uh, training young, young, young children and, and, and seniors. Absolutely, everybody training there. We officially opened it just about maybe three or four weeks ago on the 27th of October. Marty was down to do the official opening. But prior to that, Pat, we were playing on it during last winter, uh, Parish League and things like that. So from a facility point of view, it's a, it's, look, it's fantastic from our point of view. When it's fent- the young lads and the young girls, they totally enjoy it and they just love going into the arena. And say, uh, how did it come about? When, when he, uh, well, I, I read somehow one of your coaches was, was the first uh, to, um, to bring up at, at an AGM or some, uh, uh, over the, a few years back. Yeah, go back about seven years on a very, very casual uh, club meeting there. It almost came in under any other business. And uh, one of the lads, Terence Chaplin, is a former Clare Minor holding manager and was our manager this year for the junior teams as well. And he just came up with the idea that, look, we're heading into the winter time. Uh, we have no facility to, to continue the, the skills of hurling, which are very important to keep at them all the time, as a lot of people know. And then he just threw out the idea, maybe we should look at building an indoor arena. And uh, like nobody could say yes or no, because nobody had ever come across a project like it of any shape or form. Uh, but again, in theory, it sounded great. But in reality, of course, it was another venture. Yeah. A huge amount of money is was involved over the years, said as well as was collecting and uh, raising money and grant aid and all that type of stuff. Absolutely. The, the finished project here, uh, Pat, that we're looking around at, is a 1.2 million project. And at the moment, we've had some excellent opportunities to avail of grants and uh, you know some fantastic fundraising ventures. We got tremendous support from your own clubman, Robert Frost. Uh, who were involved with uh, with uh, Tom Trust, oh, yeah. yeah, Tom Trust, and uh, you know they were they were all brilliant. Uh, we came up with the idea. Tim Crow came up with a fabulous idea of gone but not forgotten, which are the plaques we'll see outside now on the way out. And uh, you know it's all part and parcel of that life membership and friends of the arena, all adding up to the fact that. You know, for a 1.2 million project, we're not in the worst position possible now at the moment as regards paying it off, and we're close enough to getting that completed. 
Yeah, and it's um, going to be fabulous, for, especially for the young, the young kids over the winter period. The only thing that they don't bring with them and they, they, they don't need it is a pillow because they'd sleep there, Pat. They'd absolutely sleep there, you know. And actually on the night of the opening, as somebody pointed out, it was just one of those evenings where the heavens absolutely opened. And again, we were inside in the comfort of it. And out the back, which I'll show you later on, out the back there's a roller door halfway on the wall, which we saw coming in. And outside that is a, a holding wall, an all-weather holding wall as well, and a pitch out there as well. And of course, still, since back in 1977, when uh, you, you, were, you were a member of the bridge yourself, when the, <laughs> you overcame the mills in the county final, you have a huge amount of success since. At both adult and underage level. Well, look, we've enjoyed success. You know yourself, you remember back to that famous day, 1-6 to 1-5. They'll probably score now in 10 minutes, and it took us 60 minutes at that particular time, you know. And uh, But look, it was a huge hurdle from our point of view. The Mills, as we were playing, Kikishan, as we were playing on that particular day. Fabulous history. Uh, at the, at the fabulous history they had prior to that. And uh, so from that we built it, but our real success, Pat, from a credibility point of view, came from the formation of the minor club back in the late 60s, and from there on, it was a huge, um, uh, it was a huge formation. It was a huge initiative. It gave young players an extra opportunity not to get lost inside in the bigger picture. And that was. It. But look, we've enjoyed success, and uh, like many, many other clubs around the county as well. And, and, and have offered uh, a lot of uh, uh, players to the county at both senior and, and underage level up along the years since since that time. Yeah, look, we've been looking enough at times here and there involved with clear successes uh, at all levels, as indeed, again, as many other clubs have. But the one thing I find now, I suppose, from an underage point of view in the county is there's some serious talent coming through. There's some serious, serious talent coming through. Talent coming through doesn't guarantee you anything, only the fact that you have a foundation or something to build on, and a credit to the people involved in that over the long number of years. There are a lot of clubs involved and a lot of personnel. By. And uh, there's an awful lot of work being done at underage level now in all the clubs, and, and all the young players coming up are, are extremely skillful. They're extremely skillful, and that started at a very, very young age. And you know, Pat, I know we go back a few days more than these young lads like, but. The, 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 the opportunities there now for a young player, if they put the work in, or in fairness to them, if they want to put the work in, it's not everybody's game. You know, there's lots of other games to play about the game of hurling or the game of football. Yeah. So if it's not there, but if it is, if, if they have a desire to play at the highest level, well, then I have to say, from my point of view, and if I can say, having seen it firsthand, there's top quality coaches, top quality facilities, and opportunities as well for those players. Yeah, actually, I was in for the radio on Sunday in Tulla at the under 21A final, and the, the, the skill in the level was, was exceptional for the, for the first Sunday in, in, in December. When, uh, when I say, and back when we were trying to hold we, we wouldn't hit it as far as the door. Absolutely. Yeah, we, <laughs> in December, anyway. And when we'd get to the door, we'd probably miss it. <laughs> you know? So, as I said to you, it's, um, that's the skill level. That's the stick walk. You, you know yourself. Yeah. Everybody will know that the, the, the stick walk yeah, yeah. is, is the serious and the uh, pair of hands. And, but, again, I look at it. It's constant, constant development. It's constant training. And look at it. A lot of players can do that at home, off a wall, some gable into the house, yeah, which yeah. they did. And they're doing it. And then, of course, you have to give credit as well. No, it has been super success for uh, colleges and schools yeah, yeah. around the county as well, and they've done a huge part. So, look, it, it all adds up. It all adds up. For example, just one example, 
two, two out of three nominations for Young Player of the Year. Yeah, 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 fabulous. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, still, uh, I wish you the best of luck on the new facility. Uh, it, is fabulous, it is a fabulous facility, and um, I suppose um, maybe there'll be Canon um, Harrington will be coming down through the bridge again, maybe in that. <laughs> Not too distant future with all those, uh, with all those uh, kids just around the place. Well, I've no doubt, Pat, that the Canon Hamilton is welcoming about 16 parishes again in 2024. <laughs> and just before you go now to test you out, if you do two laps of the arena, I'll drive you home. <laughs> okay, Sid, we'll have a go at it. Right, Sid, thanks very much for your time. And thanks for, thanks for coming here, Pat. And as I said, uh, you know, it's great for Scarlet Bay. Well done, all the work, getting into the games, the games that... So, you know, the, the, the opportunity is there yeah, for yeah. people there yeah. to get those games, for example, like last yeah. under 21 final. So, well done. Yeah, thanks, Sid. Thanks very much.